Hello and welcome to the Fuck It All podcast. My name is Casey Light Gordon and I'm your host. This week's bonus episode is about haters gonna hate. All right, let's jump in. My dear friend, Kate Mullins, is here with me today. Katie, welcome. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. She is, I've captured her. It's the week of Thanksgiving and I'm thankful for badass women in my life. And so she's here. We have coffee. We are in the guest bedroom and we're going to talk about an experience I had last week and the transformation that's happened since. Pretty big week. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. I'm going to pose a question to all of you listening. What is more important to be adored or respected? For me, respected. For me, historically adored. Shocker. (laughs) Okay. So adoration for me, I, that is honestly defined so much of my experience. It's, it's being malleable to the audience I'm with, making sure I'm saying and that they're hearing what they want to hear so that there's this love and overflowing. And I didn't realize it, but in hindsight, I think it's that sometimes even, um, at the detriment of respect. Interesting. And so talk to me about respect. What does that mean for you? I think maybe this doesn't say something nice about me, but I generally am not threatened or care if people don't don't like me. <laughs> I don't know, three, two, one. We got to do something better with that. No, I'm not recording. She wants me to record, <laughs> and I'm not re-recording. So Kate's going to be a guest in a couple weeks, and we're going to dig into where that comes from. So I, I'll get back to the story at hand. Last week, I had a group of women came together and it was a peer level feedback session on concepts or prompts that we had for the group. I went in with an expectation. There was a woman in my group who I've long admired and looked up to in the business community. I went into this. I attached myself to that expectation. If you can't tell from the story, it was that they were going to adore my ideas, adore me and think everything I'm doing is absolutely amazing. And let's just say reality and expectation were different. Let's talk about how I would have normally reacted to that. I'm ready for it. Sulking. A couple days. Oh, God. My basket. I'm sitting on a basket, guys. It just fell in. <laughs> okay, so I normally would have taken it super personal. I would have taken that their feedback not was about my ideas, but about who I am. And that's that I think is an important distinction. I would have sat with it. I would have felt really down. Probably would have immediately fired off some text to or called some like girlfriends that would totally be in a, yeah, fuck them mindset. And I think it would have taken me off my game from what I'm building. I I could have internalized all that. And made it a spiral of negativity. Yeah. And I didn't. And that was pretty transformational. So my process was a bit different this time around. Walk me through a case. So I am sitting on an hour and a half call of which I have some very brilliant, very talented women sharing with me with good intention, a lot of challenges with a potential business I want to build. Mind you, this business pretty vulnerable. Like I mentioned, this business is all about me. Like I am the product and it's been really hard. It's taken me a long time to get to this point where I'm comfortable putting myself. And so to hear comments on it or feedback or challenges, it can feel really personal. So I sat with that. I recognize anytime my my initial response was like, well, fuck, I should probably sit with that for a little bit and not respond. There's power in that. And I did, I got off the call. I noticed my body language. I was hunched over. I I wasn't super energized like I normally am coming off these calls. And I just started to write. I I realized that I drafted and then deleted a couple text messages. My muscle memory went to go bitch to my crew. 
And said, I said, wait, you need to process this on your own because if you're building something on your own, you're going to get feedback all the time. You need to build that muscle. And, and also, I'm not doing this for anybody else. Like, yes, I hope there are people that listen to this and feel empowered and heard and seen. But I'm doing this because of something that was so fiery inside of me that it had to come out. And I'm pouring so much of myself into this passion and good intentions. Like, I just want the world to be a little bit better of a place. If we can feel less alone. So I, I sat with all this and I reminded myself, going back to one of the episodes we had early on, Candace Orsman, she said, stay in your magic. And I thought that was such a powerful thing. And I love that I'm already using advice from a podcast. So I, I sat with that. And I'm like, yeah, fucking stay in your magic, girl. Write down why all this doubt came. And I started doing, if you aren't familiar, the five whys, you just continue to ask yourself why. And I said, that was hard for me because it felt personal. Why does it matter that it feels personal? Well, it's really important to me that women I respect adore what I'm doing. Well, why? Well, because sometimes I feel like my ideas maybe aren't that valid and I look to others for advice. Why? And so just continuing to do that, I finally got to these root answers, very transformational truths. And I said, okay, that's fair. That's one person or two people's feedback on this experience over an hour and a half. They don't have all the context. They aren't me. They don't know my life. What can I learn from it? What was positive? What maybe represented truth, even if it was hard to hear? And then what of it am I going to just let go? And so I did. I won't lie, I did go to Home Goods and buy some holiday wrapping paper, which made me very happy. So I just, I quickly, like I moved through a process faster than I ever have. It normally would have probably been weeks and it would have shaken me to I'm not worthy. And instead it was maybe an hour. And I had drinks with a girlfriend Friday night. She put her hand on mine. She said, wait, you wrote this down, right? I want to hear this story. I was just in my job this week and something was totally fucked and I had an opinion and I didn't speak up and I should have said it because it was a better idea. And I thought that, okay, well, that's what we'll take next week. We'll share that truth. That that was my process. No big deal. You mentioned this to me earlier. You said self-assured and self-confidence, they go hand in hand. Yeah. And I, and I think that they do. Your self-confidence can be shaken, especially when you get feedback from someone who you uh, respect. And I see where you're coming from there, but I think being self-assured is kind of the next level. I guess to use a personal example, in any of the work that I do, I put myself into it hundred mm-hmm. percent. I don't have to ask anything personal policy, but I think in the thing that you're building, you have good intentions. You are trying to fulfill a need and you're putting everything that you have on the table and you're making yourself very vulnerable in order to do that. And I think who can rock that? Who can challenge that? Because there's only good behind it. And so you should be extremely self-assured. Something you said there, self-assured versus self-confidence, self-confidence or feeling confident, it's a state of being that will waver. We will be confident some days or we'll have our confidence shaken, but self-assuredness is almost like a trait. Yes. And those are strength. different. Yeah, it's like I, I have self-confidence, but I am self-assured. And what I think is really powerful is that your confidence can waver. And when that does, your self-assuredness will get you through to just the next day. And so I think that for me, I woke up Saturday morning and I'm like, okay, let's keep rolling. And that was, I, it truly, it sounds so silly maybe for those listening, but it was a very transformational moment in my life because in that moment in time, I said, 
I don't have to be adored. I want to be respected for what I'm building. And honestly, if I polarize some people, that means I have something to say. I said to my girlfriend on Friday, I said, I debated how to share this here because I don't want to sound like a total egotist or asshole. But I said, if I'm going to bet on anything, I'm going to bet on me. And just like you said, how I do one thing is how I do everything. Sometimes to a detriment. I'm going to go all in. And so when I set out to do something, no doubt I'll fall. No doubt I'll mess up. No doubt my first episode won't be as good as my 30th. All of those things. But to your point, I'm coming at it with, I'm going to pour everything I have into this. And I do have innate skills and talents and gifts that I know the world has to see. And like, it's literally pouring out of me. And so if that's the case, like what a noble thing to fail at. That That yeah. is where I'm at. And so I just think that, you know, we had a girlfriend that said like, hey, Case, haters going to hate. And I'm like, you know what? Haters going to hate. That's true. Because failure in this case isn't threatening because it's always going to be growth. Yeah. Failure isn't threatening because it's always going to be growth. I love that. I think that's where we wrap. Okay. All right. Cut scene. Cut. <laughs> this is Casey Let Gordon, Kate Mullins, who's going to be a guest in the next coming weeks. I hope you all tune in. This is the Fuck It All podcast. Um, it is Thanksgiving. And so with that, I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful that I am a woman in this moment in time. I'm very grateful for this community and safe space to tell stories that matter. And I'm grateful for each of you that are following along. We will see you next time. <laughs>